What's good, people who live in the world and not of the world? How we doing today? Positive vibes from this side of the earth, as always. We's back with the crew. Y'all, y'all know what to do. Yes, sir. And we got a new move for you. Like oh, move, yeah. Smooth, little smooth. We got smooth. the thing that's called debunking the talking points right here. Yeah. So, what we're going to be doing here, roll this down to talking points where we will do our best. If so, but we'll try to debunk. And that one of the talking points I like to start off with is black people only vote Democrat. Mm. Mm. Fuck. That's true. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, oh, who want to go in on that one? Who want to go in? Uh huh. I seen a little, little chunking right there. But goddamn, man, come on. Yeah. Well, well, she she didn't she didn't got me. <laughs> <laughs> but who want to uh, tackle on this interesting uh, talking point? Uh, because people. it's always something that I always hear in uh, Republican Party and politics that they that always say. Yeah, that's they say. They're like, oh, the fu- there's no point in talking to, to add more content. There's no point in, uh, it's hard for us to speak to black people when they only vote Democrat. So, I mean, there's no point in talking or trying to influence them in that sort of way. I guess it's like, because we like to represent ourselves, because we know we're not in that category with the Republicans, like how they live. And so, obviously, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, the Republicans been on some, like, I don't know, they seem on some robotic shit. Everybody. And like they, especially like when Trump was in office, it just seemed like they would follow the leader. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, and I don't know if like every time something about Trump would come out, like he would like burn himself, and it was clearly evidence that like yeah he said this, and they were like nope 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 he will nope that's nope. taken out of context. Yeah, that's, that's the, <laughs> well, did he say that? He yes, didn't there's mean. There's a video of him saying. And then, like, that everyone was, was like, blunt is- that's, that's just locker room talk. Guys, <laughs> we don't. Uh, that's that's I've rape talk. I've never man. said that. I've life. never even said that in my that's life. That's perverted wow. talk right there. I've never said that, you know, a, 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 on camera, <laughs> in front of a camera, in front of a mic. Why was would you it? say that in front of a group of guys? You have to be grateful. Well, ironically, that was uh, what you call that was George's uh, George W. Bush's brother. He was talking to when it was having that combo right there about. I was like, damn! I'm very curious on what even sparked that up. I'm very curious. Like, how, you just don't come out into a conversation you like that. Say, hey, I grabbed my pussy by the way. Uh, have you played Metal Gear Three? Yeah. Remember with Vulcan? <laughs> That's what that reminds me of. Mm. Sometimes you just say I gotta show y'all that scene. That was so but funny. it threw everybody off. I would admit on this one thing is that that talking point would was shown to be this year, actually, when voted, mm-hmm. is that black people don't actually only vote Democrat. Ironically, the poll showings actually showed a lot of black males have voted Republican when this upcoming election came across, then Democrat. And that was the more pivotal thing, but yet I, that's what made me want to bring up this talking point because 
it's actually showed the exact opposite when this year election that came about. And I think it's more so a fact that it's just saying that a lazy thing of saying this is why we don't market towards a certain ethnicity group. Would y'all feel like that's the real agenda? If since I don't lose idea, food for thought. That what? That actually it's been debunked actually in a sense that is black people do actually will vote for Republican. Yeah. So actually, in this year's election, when they actually voted for Trump, more black men have actually done that. Mm. Then, actually, and I guess more black women voted for Democrat. Yeah. So it was an interesting turnabout, which Crazy. it was like, it felt like more of a talking point. That's what makes me bring this up. Because I don't think it was the aspect of we just don't vote. Republican. I think the aspect is that we vote for who we see that wants to actually do something to change our perception or actually work to actually help out black people in a sense. Because I'll say one thing from what I'll say, we're tacked on from what I heard black males have said, the reason why those who have voted for them for a Republican is that they've seen a result. They've been waiting for Democrats to pow-tow the same speech they gave us so many times. Nothing changed. Huh. It's like, why did I vote? This scenario is, why continue to vote when you ain't seen change done? You're hearing dog whistle mostly. Like right now, I've seen an uh, Asian bill got passed. Still waiting for the black bill. I see immigration Reform or uh, something that's going for immigration. Still, that's more of a Hispanic thing. They say it's all around, but it leaned towards Hispanic because that's the highlight more mostly when it comes to border. Nothing done with black people. The crap that was going on in Israel came about. They was talking about something for them now. Already already shipping out billions of dollars to Jewish communities. So it's like, okay. And we're still hearing, oh, yeah, we're going to get to y'all sometime in the future, but Bush. it comes out like that, actually. It's like, okay, we're waiting. We're tired of waiting. Well, well I don't feel like that's a Democrat or Republican thing. It's, I just feel like that's just period. It's going to be on the yeah. chopping block, you know, regardless who's in office. Yeah, we had Obama yeah, in Obama. office. Well, we, this that didn't even... I would say it was the results that would made it seem more Democrat. Than Republican because actually last year we seen a little bit you could say prison reforms towards bills that were passed that was strategically against black people that got black people out of those due to the prison reforms actually Kim Kardashian she's saying she's working to get more black men out of jail actually she like fucking what's the problem with that <laughs> fucking though succubus. I mean but hey that's a good thing either way it goes I mean, she's like fucking them Good. Look, That's hey, if we have more people, women who are like fucking black men, I'm pretty sure, you know what? We'll get a lot more done. But that's if, okay, whole, that's, if that's the result. But that's the problem, too. And I know we're kind of steering away from the point. But uh, when women, a lot of women want to fuck with black people, it's an exper- experimental thing. It's not because, oh, I like black. So, like, a lot of times it's not because I like, I like black men or... It's because oh I'm curious I've it's heard stuff 
Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, yeah, basically, <laughs> I heard stuff about black men. Let me see if that's true. You know, it's not the actual, like, these are people, you know. Yeah. These, are, mm-hmm. these are some good guys. Like We're you know? fetishized yeah. more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. So, I mean... That's, I mean, yeah, it may fit to the cause, but still, you doing it for the wrong things. That's like putting BL, BLM well, in your in your uh, bio. But you, you saying that's what's her motive? <laughs> she like fucking him though. I'm saying that for a joke. <laughs> I know. I'm like, wait, because you said it's the wrong thing. That's where I'm kind of like, wait, what? Yeah, but, but a I good mean, portion of, well, I mean, I get what he's saying. The good portion of why why yeah. people fuck with us is is fetishizing. No, you know? I understand. That Especially women. Not women. Not even, I, don't, I don't even want to say sexually, and because our culture, they come too, because it's like it just seems like the thing to do at that point. You know? Yeah. Everybody's not just because everybody has BLM or. Is saying something to, to this extent, it doesn't mean that you I it. have the mm-hmm. legitimate care for, for black people. Mm-hmm. It's just that, oh, like, everybody's doing it and seems like the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. No, I get what you're saying because I'm just making sure, you know, clarifying yeah. the fact you ain't talking yeah, about the I'm, individual versus the uh, others uh, who I, that was I agree with. Yeah, I don't know. You see her. You see her. Uh, oh, man. Oh, you, like, you uh you see her fuck with black men primarily, so that's yeah. why I made that joke. Mm-hmm. No, I understand. What you're saying. That's why I was like just clarifying something real quick. You ain't gonna but tell me yeah, that. I honestly, I where I will go in deep on this one is that the fact that I just feel like Republicans are just lazy as shit when it comes to talking to black people. Actually, because I've noticed the flaw in them versus how a Democrat sells. A Democrat know how to sell more to the black community than a Republican, because a Republican is always, well, you just need to stop voting Democrat. Okay. But the thing is, what made them glorify Trump, ironically, is because of Trump that they even had last year's votes. Ironically, as that sound, because there was a thing that people who did study, black men who did study more into politics seen from him versus previous Republicans that tried to run. Mm -hmm. And that's why they sold dick riding. So but, do you feel like the fact that it was a female that was working for office didn't play any part in it too? With Hillary? Yeah. No, it wasn't the fact that she was a female. It was I the fact that too. she was one that many black people have said from ages she was naturally racist. I mean, because they said the same thing about Trump too. Yeah, they did, but Hillary is more proven. Damn. That's tough. That's the difference. She's more proven. That's why it's like, uh, because who she associates with. You know how they say you're guilty usually through association. But when you, because she's with Bill Clinton. But Bill, Bill Clinton, Clinton, they call Bill Bill Clinton the first black president. <laughs> yeah. So I which, mean, I, that's, that's, which was a thing where to try to debunk that there ever was a first black president. Actually, that's a debunking talking point right there as well. When you look at it, because he's not black. Bill Clinton's not black. What no, they I, to say? It, they wasn't saying it because they thought he was black. They were saying it because no, because of, of the because uh, of like the connection he had with black people and how he treated black people. That's mm-hmm. why people were saying that Bill Clinton was our first black president, not because he was actually black. Of course not. No, but some did try to use that as well. No, that's what I was either. saying. There's a talk point in that one too. That's like some really try to portray that. Like he have a. He got some black in him. But like, I, what I'm saying what? is, like, you feel like that had absolutely no part in, in it? Like, 
her being a female and Trump being a no. male? It's just her. What do y'all feel about it? Do y'all feel that that played any part? The Monica Lewinsky thing? No, no the, the, uh, uh, the fact that Trump was a male and Hillary was a female, so, you know, males voted for a male rather than a female. I voted for it. Do you feel like that played any part in it? That she was a female? Yeah. I think a lot of people, when like- the election started, I think a lot of people thought that Trump running was a joke, and a lot of people <laughs> ran with the joke. Mm. And that was the problem. The second time he, uh, second time when he got reelected, people just didn't care to vote because they had lost faith in the system, and they thought that basically nothing they did mattered. So mm-hmm. that's why he got reelected because we gave all of his fans. He get reelected. Yeah, yeah. People. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's why when he got elected, I mean. In general, people had already lost faith to some extent in the system. Mm-hmm. And then some people, when the, uh, I think it was Hillary's emails, they came out. At that it wasn't even just that. Uh, that's where I say it even highlights into another. <laughs> it was the what she did in the black church, actually, recently when she was in her campaign deck, lost her vote. Yeah. She said all lives matter in the black church when they were saying, do you represent black lives matter? She said all lives matter. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. called... She That's why I said she's more proven. No, she's she black called black... Animals. She called us super predators. Yeah. She, she super called predators. black Some? boys mm-hmm. super predators. Which didn't make sense to me, so... And the war on drugs and shit. At that yeah. point, it was the lesser of evil. Some people saw it. Because, I mean, from my perspective, I was like... He's, I mean, I really don't care for Hillary, mm-hmm. and I definitely don't care for Trump. Like, all I know is that nigga saying you're fired, <laughs> <laughs> and his toupee go one way. But uh, I think it's just the simple mm-hmm. fact that people didn't have faith in Hillary, and people didn't care enough about Trump. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can agree. With but that. a lot of people, like a lot of guys, were sexist. They were like. They just didn't believe like a woman could run this shit. So that's how I was like. I, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. That's I mean, not the case. Because look at Kamala mean, Harris. But, yeah, but be that's honest what? though. Can you see a woman running this country? Mm. Can yeah. I see? Be I honest. mean, yeah. I can I see if possible. she. It, a most of the majority of countries is yeah. ran by women. But. Or well, quite, quite a few. Or has, has, has been. But see, this is what I say America yeah. is not about if you're a woman yeah. or not. Well, his sister was in charge for a little bit. I'm just thinking about artillery gun. Because you got to think about it like this. This is how politics is ran. Who has the most favorite in the color community first? Mm. It was Joe Biden. He was losing in all his demographics when it came to his party. Bernie Sanders had to transfer his vote to help Joe Biden because he would have never been president. It would have been Bernie Sanders, actually. But they had to publicize the media to Joe Biden's influence. Because the people who actually made more sense in their arguments during those Democrat debates, they were not Joe Biden. It was more of Bernie Sanders. You had uh, Pete Buttigieg, if I said it correctly. Pete Buttigieg? Yeah. Him. You had uh, the one one Asian guy. I forgot his name. Wasn't that just that nigga had money? Who, Pete? Not, was it Pete? I think it was Pete. 
Cause he literally paid for everything his whole himself. <laughs> it wasn't even just that. It was a little bit. You could say he had influence in the LGBTQ community because he was gay. He is gay. He did that's not him. It's the other dude. Uh, Yang. Mm-mm. It wasn't. It was a white guy. Oh, different. Oh, I, I think I know you're talking about. I just don't remember that. Name. I don't remember the name either. I mean, it's the same like yeah. when you go back to when Mitt Romney was running. Mm-hmm. He only had he only had the Mormon church behind him. Yeah, that was it. Everybody else didn't really care. What matters is who you got in the color community. Then they mm-hmm. they ride that in the but party. Other Republicans instead of actual votes push their votes to him. And that's why he was one I'm of the final actual vote. <laughs> mm-hmm. But and yeah, that's usually like, the it's like a game of chess. You're seeing more of a party versus party instead of what's right for the American people. But realistically, I don't think either side, Democrat nor Republican, truly has black issues in in mind and at heart. They have them at face value because yeah. they'll definitely use our issues to push their agenda. But as soon as they get into office, they lack the, side the courtesy line, to mm-hmm. continue go, 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 go. what they started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same with... Uh, Joe Biden promised all this stuff for students, promised all this stuff for black people. And he canceled that student loan forgiveness right there. That canceled was the biggest one. That actually what got him in, actually. The student loan was the one. He canceled student loan forgiveness. I mean, he gave up on, on doing anything with police enforcement. Mm-hmm. Basically left black people hanging. Mm-hmm. And we were the people that got him. Even though mm-hmm. I will, I will admit that Joe Biden won off of Barack Obama's coattails. Yeah, that's that's one hundred percent true, and nobody can really say that. But at mm-hmm. the same time, to the people that say Trump should have got reelected, for what? Yeah, he, so he could just push white people's agenda further and further. And I agree right there where you said like the where Trump why would Trump get reelected? Because you heard the shit he said last minute election. Yeah. He told people and to storm the Capitol. Mm-hmm. This is where I'd say, like, Republicans suck at messaging because they, the minute is like the first time you know you finally, I guess, has something good. Yeah. Instead of telling that something good, hey, you're kind of fucking up on this and that. You're like, nah, you know what? I'm going to just kiss your ass. They, they treat it like corporate, where it became like kiss ass to the boss who's doing successful, or the one coworker who's establishing. They treated it like corporate. Yeah, basically. And which brings up to this other, uh, I would say, scenario of whatchamacall. We created, we're all created equal in a sense. Another talk, a different talking point that was brought up at one point. Hey, elaborate. Who want to take stage on that? We're, we're four-fifths of a person. Oh, yeah. In Still in the, the Constitution. Constitution. Mm-hmm. Black people are four-fifths of a person. Mm-hmm. The Constitution was supposed to be um, looked at and revised. revised, yeah, reviewed every 19 years, and yet mm-hmm. presidents have chosen to keep the same consistent constitution without any revisions for 250 plus years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, and that's where, um, you know, this, uh, I, they call it, I like, I like when they say oppression Olympics. People like to bring up and try to challenge the, you know, the credibility of black people and everything that black people's went through. 
I'm like, still to this day, and I you shut everybody down with that one. Go look at the Constitution. Mm-hmm. It says three fifths of a person. And white people love to say, "Oh, well, black people sold other black people into slavery." Uh, mm-hmm. Y'all here because of that? No, I mean, it's when fucked you look up. At it, it, it doesn't justify nothing. It's like okay, everybody sold each other in slavery in their own culture. If we really want to tap into this. But question is, who were slaves in America? Somewhere where you're not foreign to. You're not, I mean, you're not native to. Yeah. That's the highlight. And people overlooking is country stolen. People, people traded. I will, I, and if someone ever brings it up, I will admit that the black people did trade other black people off. But that was during that was a, a level of apartheid. That was that's what I was saying. That's what I saying. Every country did that. Yeah, exactly. But that doesn't excuse white people kidnapping, torturing, and pulling other black people from other nations that weren't during or weren't having a wartime or a time of war, yeah. and putting them on slave ships too. So if you say black people sold other people into slavery, no, black people were fighting at the time, and you capitalized. On what was going on, right? Yeah, and some uh, y'all wanna bark into that, like Josh. I wanna say something like the thing I hate is like we don't get credit for the shit we do in this country, which we was brought into. Because it's like, for example, think about it in schools, like they don't teach it, like they don't teach you the slavery and shit, but they don't teach you like deeper into Black history, like like more of like Marcus Garvey, W. E. Boys, and stuff like that. Mm. Don't teach the basics. And there was a. Mm. Um, can't remember where it was but um i think a teacher wanted to teach like black history and they wanted they was trying to deny it or there's something a, like that there's a whole thing extent. going on about it now yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. with the um well and uh to add on to what josh's support his argument when it came to uh when it comes to that and even though it sounds generic it is uh, a proven fact though when you say uh they basically don't give us where credit is credit due. And that's a true yep. fact because when you think about it, America thrived when it became slavery. It yeah. thrived off the black so backs mm-hmm. of the black people. So you can say we're almost to equivalent to how it thri- uh our carriage thrives off the horse because it pulls the carriage. Country that's what the scenario no we were the horse that had to pull the carriage to yeah. its destination where it See, called America black. They just call it rename it black. And Where I mean, you from? Black America, America doesn't own or America doesn't um, allow black people to get or get their recognition because that's another way that America keeps black people down. They hate seeing mm-hmm. us thrive, and they always steal from us. Yeah, well, and I meant to because um, I was thinking about this question. Um, Black Wall Street, do you think we could ever get there? Oh, shit. Like, in this day and age, they were able to do it back Perfect then. example. Do you think we're, a- we're capable of doing that in this day and age? No. I would say the reason why, no. Is because the system that is set in play ensures that. Look at what they have us thinking our dream jobs are is. We only think about sports or rap. That's our level of mentality of expectation, sadly. Every other culture is thinking about the future, IT, medical, engineering. Mm. We're yeah. stuck on these things of entertainment. 
We're good. And that's where they actually built America off of us black people. We're still low key as kind did say. We're like new slaves. I wouldn't we're, say we're we're stuck on it though. I would say sorry for interrupting you there. But I would say we're more of forced into it. Because when you look at it, what avenues do black people really have? Yeah. Because I mean, if we're talking about wage gaps and, and um finances and based off of where the average black family stands financially, we aren't set up financially to focus on higher learning. So what are the most prevalent jobs that get you a lot of money? We right. got to bust our asses or, 10 times or, harder just because how we look. On top of that, um, to add on what you're saying is that um, it's it's not about your skill quality anymore. It's about who you know. It's about So you. when true. you have the higher ups running it, just like if some, there's a lot of 7-Elevens that you can't even work at unless you of that, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that, that race. Well, that's where I'll say it taps into another aspect because like, you know, when it comes to the system at play, if in order to have equality, let's say in the sense of people, you have to first reduce the qual the quantity, first of all. So... If you want equality with your citizens, you need to reduce the quantity of people who are non-citizens. That's the one thing that impacts black people. Unfortunately, it's immigration the most, too, on top of that, when you see in California and corporate America. Because there's stories even on it where corporations disband their businesses, move to a location where there's more of an open immigration or open, as they say, uh, what's that? safe safe haven safe haven because they get to import more people who are foreigners they did that at walmart in philly philly walmart they said oh not many americans want to apply to us but then when they looked at the application someone gladly a reporter looked it up they seen there was a lot it was 2,500 workers coincidentally majority of them were black but in that 300 slot most of their workers were Hispanic. Hmm. And some of them they found to be immigration. But the thing with immigration that, you know, I you know, I understand that um what is uh, you know, it's it's uh con- conflicting with. Mm-hmm. But um I always say like I would never want to take the opportunity for a better life from somebody cuz you know a lot of a lot of immigrants um, come here for a better opportunity and mm-hmm. who am I to say like oh nah you can't come here and and um, do that now of course you know we have some bad ones I get that yeah. but a lot of them are coming here for a better opportunity yeah. and as, as much as it's conflicting I can't just sit here and just go back to where you came from no, nah you, where you came from is where you needed to get away from exactly you know it could have been a bad situation now you got a family and you're trying to figure out a way to make it so mm-hmm. yep that's hustle that's thriving and that's you know for me to sit here and say like oh you're mm-hmm. taking my opportunity yes i could be working harder but um yeah it's 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 kind of a conflicting thing like you know, there's I, this side to it and there's that side to it. I think some people just don't understand. They don't understand struggle because they haven't been in our shoes or what we have to work for. If they understand, then, you know, that's what they always like. You go back, do this, you go, like, nigga, you know how hard we have to come from our country mm-hmm. just to make it? 
You know what I'm saying? Like I think even so in a sense of I've, oh, go ahead, Anthony. Because what I was about to say is like when it tacks onto that, it's not in the sense saying it's their fault. It's corporate's fault mostly, and this relates back to corporate America, because immigration benefits only corporate America. Usually, feminism benefit corporate America. When it comes to employing black men or even men in general, men do not benefit corporate America in the sense when you're American and you're a male because you demand you're a higher paying salary in their eyes. That's why they seek towards immigration because you can cheat them. You can, because they're desperate. It's yeah. actually an evil plot, as I would say, because you're preying off of people's desperation to survive. That's why you allow them to come over. And when you're doing that, you're taking away from someone else as well. Because guess what? As you're going to school, I'm not saying like it's still, it's not that person's fault. I'm not saying it is. But when it comes to the unemployment scenario with black men, it winds up looking, leaning towards that way. Because ironically, when you look at East LA, East LA originally was black. Now it's Hispanic. Sure. It got pushed away. That and if you look way back in history, there was war against black people and Hispanic people for East LA. They just don't highlight those histories until convenient time whenever they want to use the truth as another weapon, like how to use Asian Lives Matter scenario now, where they use it against us. That's a later on scenario that will happen because we already seen it used against. Asians, if you go back to riots in the past, Asians was burning down their business and blaming it on black people just to get the refund because their business wasn't successful. Everybody so the insurance profiting off of blacks. Ironically, even those misfortunes. So I'm not saying it's the person's fault, but corporate America thrives off these desperate acts. That's what makes it harm people like ourselves. Is because what is gained from corporate. Well, yeah. I mean, you got a point. But America's always made a habit, and, and corporate America especially, has always made a habit to make mm-hmm. it easier to blame the, the black person. Yeah. Um, especially when it came to, um, uh, what is it, the Rodney King riots. Mm-hmm. And that's... I'm, pretty sure that's what you're referring to when people were burning their own businesses but it wasn't just asian people it was all types of people Mm -hmm. armenian people i mean and guess who got blamed for it all yeah definitely us and people claimed had an easier time claiming it because Mm -hmm. you just dropped oh black people are rioting right now you didn't have smartphones instagram and now to say hey we didn't do that look yeah Motherfucker laid a brick right there. And I mean, Cat. people were people were trying to do it again during the the yeah. Black Lives Matter riots. Yeah. But yeah. liquor stores Media. closing up, broken mm-hmm. windows all of a sudden. People just even had a cop stuff. break the whole AutoZone, burnt the shit down, yeah. cut all that. Luckily, oh, yeah. else that would have been us. Like history would try to repeat itself. That's why I say corporate America benefits too much out of all these scenarios. It's yeah. a good, like I say, it's a beautiful tax write-off sometimes. It's about the money at the end of the day. And who gets the blame? That's like, kind of why I like the, I like Target during that time. Because Target was just like, hey, stores we can refill. 
bodies we can't reclaim lives we can't reclaim mm-hmm. and i mean it's true to a sense whereas i appreciate the support but what i appreciated more than the support was them being upfront and honest because everybody knows if you have a business that makes say brings in three million or so per franchise or per um brick and mortar that you have then you're going to ensure that for at least three million, if not yeah, more. So yeah. if you're losing product, or for some reason that that store can't operate because something happened, that insurance company is gonna give you a larger payout than a lot of the times what that brick and mortar shop would usually bring in. So everybody <coughs> knew the target. You're making money regardless. Yeah. People running mm-hmm. in your stores. That's unfortunate. Yeah, and I'm sorry that there were some people that were doing that, but at the same time. I think a lot of people don't understand that people were pissed over 200 plus years of silent protest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously the next thing that we do is an aggressive protest. Exactly. Yeah. And white people did the same thing with the Capitol riots and they were posting it oh. on Facebook. It's, didn't even America get taken to jail was, for long. And to add on to your statement, not only just Captain Ryder, remember, we celebrate 4th of July, Independence Day. Mm-hmm what it took place to get free these uh people who says you gotta obey the law and all that they you they represent that what it called 1776 where you did the boston tea party mm-hmm. burnt ships to to be free are to be heard at least yeah america then, was built on violent riots Thank mm-hmm. you. The revolution. In order to be but heard. That's, that's the just that's history. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing changes. On, only Y'all things change by bloodshed or destruction. Mm-hmm. You know, when does, when does war stop? When they've mm-hmm. lost too many people, or they can't they can't lose anything else. There's too much bloodshed, so they mm-hmm. come to truce. All right, my nigga, you got it. Mm-hmm. You know, when mm-hmm. you fight, who who do you When do y'all stop? When you didn't got hit too much, nigga, you knocked yeah. out, so let's stop. Mm-hmm. So um, things are changed by bloodshed, and, like, I was telling people that that's been the history for years, nigga. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Years. Mm-hmm. And a like, lot of America's and, wars, yeah. too, are to this day. black people. Even, even with Israel and Palestine, that's how it has to be. They're going to mm-hmm. keep shedding blood. And it's like, yes, it's bad. I understand that. I'm not saying it's right. But it's history. It's prob- It's something they've been fighting since biblical days. It's nothing's going to change. But you know what's the funny part about the Israel and Palestine that's so ironic? I, it, the funny part is, when they did it, people said, oh, what can we do for solutions to bring peace to y'all when we did it? Oh, y'all need to stop doing that. That's just the talk. Is what's the big difference? How they talked to them was like, oh, we we were trying to understand you, cause you're a baby throwing a tantrum at the moment. Mm-hmm. And then Matrina's like, oh, man, stop crying. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Like really? <laughs> like you don't want? And then you get amazed when I start throwing the bottle at your face. <gasps> Why you do that? But, yeah, and I mean, you didn't like, hear me out when I was crying, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It, sadly, that's what it takes. Because, I mean, like, you know, I understand. Raise awareness, raise awareness. I'm with that. But at the end mm-hmm. of the day, it's going to take our government to do something. 
And if our government don't see it as a problem, you know, then... Mm-hmm. And, like, I've gotten to the point, and I know it sounds messed up, where I don't care about anything else but my people. My people is still not getting taken care of. I so I can't direct my attention to something that's... Because mm-hmm. that's what everybody else is doing. And yeah. it's like, hey, we didn't even get, like... Mm-hmm. Nigga, you didn't even, you know... You're leaping over. You was what over was here your... passing out. You was passing out chocolate milks. And and a little debacle happened. Now you back to passing out milk, but you skipped me. Yeah. Like, so what I'm supposed to be like, okay, he got his milk, he got his milk. That's good, you got your milk, my nigga. Unfortunately. No, nigga, I did not get mine. And mine need to take another ride for them to listen, unfortunately. We got to get selfish. And as black people, you know... Uh, you know, everybody wants to do this, like, this whole pity sympathizing thing. Like, you, don't do you know, uh, we was talking to some, some, some white ladies mm-hmm. at the, at the club of, and the one I was talking to, and it doesn't matter who I talk to race wise, ethnicity wise, um, you know, culture wise, you know, I'm, I like talking to people, but, mm-hmm. um, people do this certain thing with black people. You know, they talk to you for a good five to ten minutes. When they fill out your vibe, uh, let me dig a little bit deeper. Let me get below the surface and mm-hmm. let me let me let me address some stuff to let this person know like I'm with you, you know? Mm-hmm. That's like, an interesting thing. I didn't I didn't get that from mine versus when I heard you say, Oh like yours said that? That's interesting because mine she was married to a brother who's a lawyer. I'm like that's probably why she, she, she down with the swirls. Yeah, <laughs> like, look, we about to go to Europe and have some babies where it's better job option. They take care of the guys on Europe. And I've been hearing about Europe's corporate jobs. You get a mandatory uh, six month or uh, three month leave for your vacation, vacation with pay. Yeah. With pay. I need my Fuck that in America. Let's, where, let's where go the, to your in America. With a whole lot of <laughs> Can you survive? <laughs> <laughs> but I want to get into the next point so we won't drive too long. Uh, music corrupts the mind. Mm. Bullshit. Bullshit. Music. And I don't know. This is this kind of goes with it. But did you guys hear about those 13-year-olds that had a shootout with the cops? Mm-hmm. Yeah, GTA status. The boy like, she said, I'm a, that's like GTA. She said, I'm going to go out like GTA. Ran out the house with that shot. <laughs> I like what got yeah. me was when they said the the kid assembled the AK forty seven. He assembled it together. But you know it's crazy though. You know it's even crazy that they they she uh she was able to live. They didn't kill her. Killed Tamir Rest. And for a well, Nerf gun. Come on. You have a Look. kid literally shooting, knowing knowing what they're doing with this gun. Shooting. Well trained. Shooting. At police and was intentionally. standoff with you. Because they they're Caucasian. Because yeah. Tamir Race had a Nerf gun. We all know how Nerf guns are colored. It don't look like no regular gun. What is exactly. that? A, uh, what is that? A halo gun? Look, Nigga, what the fuck? What, That's a needle? Bro. Yeah, it was either that or a BB gun. Tell me, how, how how that even spot? I even heard seeing the ca- the camera footage of the cop. He's like, please, don't, don't make me do this. Don't, I, I want to shoot. Don't. I'm like, boy, you crying? Don't, 
That little baby kid's right there. That little bitch just took out a shotgun and shot at your ass. Motherfucker, you getting capped. She about to take you from your family. I'm sorry. A little kid trying to intentionally stepping out like she on Scarface. Boom. Boom. I'm like, I'm going to get that little bitch one warning. Hey, little bitch. <laughs> like, no. Ain't that good? No. Ain't right. Shooting. Sounded like Bernie Mac on milk and cookies. Hey, look at here, oh, little bitch. Look at here, little bitch. Take us out, milk and cookies. Fuck the police, boom. All right. Blah, 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 blah. unloaded the clip. Ironically, that child was able to live. I-, I made seven shots as a kid. Yo, that's tough. Seven. Stay with me. Stay with me. Fuck that. Die, nigga. <laughs> You didn't shot you at me. You deserve it. Die. You tried to kill me. Die. And they thought that was a game. They said, literally, this is like GTA. I was like, y'all kids are crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are y'all breeding over these Caucasian neighborhoods? Yeah, on seen... TV, like, oh, shit, that's my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I should have never oh, took her gunning last God, night. Your daughter, oh. Dude? oh, God. Bro, bro, I think that's your daughter, but yeah, bro. But <laughs> to get back on topic, like, what, what is y'all intake on the music? Uh, it corrupts the mind. Um, No, I think music corrupts the easily corruptible. Is easy. Ooh, I don't think it, I think I like music that. especially our music black people music is so infectious because like I said like I went to a club uh, last week elaborate what you mean by infectious though infectious like you know it, every, who don't listen to who don't listen to our music no, I'm talking about like elaborate, like what you mean. Yeah, by yeah, it, I, I am. Corrupts the mind. Like, I don't, want, I don't know what you're doing. Infectious, going as far as like you know, um, now when people hear this, they're adapting their lives to it. Mm. You know, I like I said, I went to an Asian club, and you know, in K Town, and they listen to this type of music, but the, and they're dressed like they listen to that type of music. They got the chains, little sparklings. Mm. Yeah, I know it's fake. He <laughs> had the hey, ice meter. Yeah. It wouldn't register. They over here. <laughs> Looking they, at him in awkwardness. What's going on here, brother? They got dudes outside the club selling. I'm like, we're so not even white boy Riggy, dog. <laughs> white boy Riggy, he, he was, he's with the shits. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's so infectious to where like people are actually want to live that lifestyle now, even so, people that's outside of our culture. Yeah. So in the sense, you agree that it corrupts the mind, then? Um, Excuse it's me. infectious, and however that person takes it, they take it. If mm-hmm. it isn't meant for you, yeah, of course it's gonna affect. You. Yeah. Hmm. I don't want to exactly say the music is infectious. I would say the no the corrupted. Life... He used corrupted. I used infectious. Oh, you you correct. Um, yeah. The because what corrupted. I feel like because how your talk, uh, what you was bringing up, kind of feeds into a little bit what they say or what they mean by corrupt. That's why I say I'm just taking their talking point. Yeah. And um, what you gave off kind of supports it. That's why I was like, kind of asked for like context on what, like, well, in a I good way, bad way. It, it depends on the individual because, you know, you listening to this type of music, you know, can make you like, uh, damn, do I want to use Justin as an example? Yeah, I'll use Justin as an example. When Justin um, was younger, he wasn't necessarily in tune with being black. He wanted to be Asian. 
Hmm. You know, he would listen to a lot of K-pop, J-pop, anime, anime head. And I was like, I was, you know, I lived in the house with this nigga. And <laughs> I was like, cool, I love anime too, but, you know, I'm black. And that's <laughs> all that's going to be. Yeah. You know, but once he started, you know, really getting in, in tune with his music, you know, and you've seen that, that change and and stuff. So it was infectious to where, like, it played out in a positive sense. Mm. You know, is that me or is that Chazzy? Okay. Um, but I wouldn't agree that the music is actually corrupting. I would uh, I would more agree with that the lifestyle that it portrays is, is corrupting. Mm. Uh, or the individual, like, let's just say, especially with a lot of the little young kids, like NBA young boy. Like if you you that nigga up, corrupting animals. Yeah. <laughs> like if you if you're in, uh, that's deep. <laughs> that's deep. <laughs> you seen the bear walking? <laughs> yeah. That's deep right there um, when you say animals. Nine. I go by young boy. Uh, <laughs> I like if, uh, uh, oh the young boy. Uh, fuck. See, there he goes. He's saying how he. Yeah, you remind me of that. Corrupt. The kids, uh, you know, it's a lot of kids are modeling after him, and then you know, saying, uh, and you know, t- becoming TikTok trends and shit like that, and you just want to be that lifestyle. Like the people that we used to look up to, such as like Michael Jackson, Prince, and etc. So your argument is not the song, it's the artist. It's the artist and the life that they portray. Mm. And then like now, remember now, you deep right there. Remember back in the day, we had. Uh, a lot of people were talking about selling drugs, so that that was uh, it boosted the drug sales. It basically like mm-hmm. everybody wanted to be a drug dealer because Big Daddy King was talking about it. Uh, he did. When it was big in the movie. It was big in the movie. Scarface. Like my dad said, like, like Once Scarface came out, and all the colors too. Colors, colors came out. Yeah, colors. Scarface. Uh, mm-hmm. You just had one. Superfly. Superfly. That was actually Every, the biggest marketing one too. A lot yeah, of people. Everybody said, wanted to be uh, a fan. Made it full. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah but, oh, you, you see, you know, we could go on for days. days yeah. yeah, those were drug selling movies. Now everybody's talking about using drugs. Now everybody's an addict. So we got a lot of kids going to therapy and uh, like, yeah. like yeah. at a young age because they're acid, drug abuse. And there's a whole show about it, and Euphoria. Like that's just talks about drug abuse, and that's like a great show. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but what I'm saying is that like the the dime switched, and so I wouldn't exactly say the music. Is um, um, corrupting. I would say the artists, the artists mm-hmm. themselves, and the life that they're portraying. That's why I believe uh, um, a lot of the old, like they, they, they air quotes when I say this, like old heads. They say like get mad at the the new generations because they like where did it switch to where we talked about selling drugs? Now we're talking about using drugs, and then now you guys are influencing the young kids because. Yeah. Like mm. what you guys are saying, yes, it is coming through the music, and but it's the life that they're portraying that people want to live. It's not. I don't want to exactly say it's the music because that would basically go for the argument of that little kid. Um, like we just say, video games corrupts people. It's like no, you you would say that the the life that they're seeing in that video game is corrupting them, and like the guidance that they're not getting from their parents is is what helps mm. them. It goes up, steers them in that mm. direction. If they're finding guidance right. in GTA, so, like mm. it kind of type that kind of trees off into one other thing. I would like tree off. So 
You gotta let him. Did he get a point too? And I, I, I agree with everything you're saying. So. Oh, so you just so, no, no, no. So I'll, I'll ask the right question, like, because I'm because because in a sense, I know you listen to music that those would say, like, it still corrupts the mind, Josh, and you yourself walk a different walk at you. You're actually living proof in a different sense, like it doesn't do that much sense. Would you say so? Would you say like your the way how your life is is so contradiction towards what the music you listen to? Contradiction. Um, it's like a you gets. gotta give an example because like it's still kind of I'm confused. Mm-hmm. I'm confused mm-hmm. as fuck. So basically, like you know how you you bro you rap actually more like a skater. Mm-hmm. The music I hear you listen to and say you listen to is. It's different it's from different. the life you live. It's different. Like, you, your life is actually different from what you're listening to. What music oh. does he listen to? I listen to everything, man. Pac. But what is your most, I was like, like, most lean towards? What's your lean towards? Me, personally, lean towards, um, hmm. I'm going to say just 90s hip-hop. But I like rock. I like jazz. I like r I like everything. But you lean toward nineties hip hop. That's where I'm kind of feeding off yeah, to because yeah. they would say like in that era it was especially that nineties. Yeah, that's what they say. So your leaning. life doesn't reflect the music that you listen to. Oh, that's what you guys are saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird, bro. Well, I, and that's that's don't a big that's about a, it. And I'm not saying I, but, no, but I'm that's thinking, a big influence like, because of your household. I would like you, you to elaborate. How you like, elaborate how? Well, okay. So growing up, I grew up on a lot of gospel. Church music because you know Christian, sure. but like as I got older, like my music flow started to change. Like I was just into metal, rock, and then I got into like hardcore hip hop, and then I started getting into jazz later on, and then you know anime beats. So my music uh, flow switches, and then sometimes I just go back. So that's why I'm like so diverse with it. But so, lately, it's just been like a lot of church music, of course. But then that '90s hip hop is like my number one. Mm-hmm. But I, I diverse with a lot of different genres, though. Mm-hmm. And, like, and you could say, like, your upbringing when you came around, like, what got you into skating? Where, did you skate during the time you listened to this hip-hop, or was it pre-before? Oh, uh, when I was skating? Niggas wasn't talking about skating and hip-hop. No, it wasn't. No, because the thing was, yeah, skateboarding yeah, yeah. is diverse. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, because I want to wear the... Well, he said he listened to metal and like rock. Yeah, that, so. that actually, the rock kind of came more with the skating, but hip-hop was involved with it, too, because, like... Like in the early two thousands, like like rock and hip hop, it was all together. Like for example, okay, like Rage Against the Machine, they're like a huge metal band, but they're influenced. They have hip hop influencers like Run DMC, DMX, all the old heads. So yeah, you mix that shit together. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I tie into like like that type of shit, you know, like. Okay, so you like the the, the rock and hip hop, like music you mentioned earlier. Yeah, I like that too. Scenarios, okay. I think. Uh, J. Cole said it best when he was talking about in 1985 um, in his song where he was saying, basically, you have to realize or to, I guess, summarize it. He was saying that you have to realize that as an artist, your other cultures connections to what they think black culture is. Mm. So at the same time, when, when you really look at what he's saying, he's not saying that you rapping is putting black kids onto something new no because it that message we know of it already 
that's something that our parents probably told us about. We've seen in media all sorts of stuff. That's something that circulates around us. But it's what it does to these other kids. That's why I was saying, and I'll rephrase my statement from earlier that it corrupts the easily corruptible. I'll I'll rephrase it to it, it corrupts people who aren't meant to handle mm. what the subject matter is. So on the tough way of saying it, weak-minded. Not even that. It's it's your culture isn't set up around or your culture isn't set the same as our culture. That's right. So you can't expect to digest what we put out the same as how you would if it was from someone yeah, else. Right. So obviously if you find it cool because obviously your favorite artist is cool, then you're gonna start wanting to do the things that he's talking about. They're not saying that, oh, okay, well, since you're not black, then maybe don't listen to this. He's saying, no, listen to it, but take it with a grain of salt mm-hmm. as look kind of peer from the outside of the subject rather than trying to peer from or trying to dive into the inside of the subject because this subject matter wasn't meant for you. Mm. Well, y'all, real quick, we're gonna take a brief intermission. We'll be right back. All right, Good. all right, y'all, we back. We back. We back. The next thing, one branch off of what's time to bring it up in the house with the game thing. So, cool. Talking one of the talking points I hear so often is fatherless homes mm. right here is a problem. That's me. Meaning in a sense like <laughs> God damn, Aaron at your laundry, I see, huh? <laughs> but look, <laughs> but a nigga still you the first nigga to air you. That, that's an interesting thing. Ain't right? nobody gonna air me out. Like when I say you. like fatherless home, I always hear people say that's the reason why America's a mm. shithole. Our problem is the fact why certain groups and ethnicity people don't do too well is because it's fatherless homes. But the food for thought I would like to leave on there isn't it just parenting? But y'all take stage on this. What that fatherless homes are like? So you're saying good parenting can overcome fatherless homes? Basically, I would say. That's the food for thought leaving off. Like, it's a possibility that good parenting can overcome that. I say yes and no. Mm-hmm. It's just because, like, um, it's just a lot of stuff that, you know, there's significance in both parents. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, your mother teaches you how to, she has, she's that nurturing side of you, mm-hmm. right? you know, and stuff like that. And there's just stuff that she can't teach you. Mm -hmm. she can't teach you how to be a man and as we discussed this before and just like a a father he comes in for a daughter at that time where she's um, learning about the opposite sex that's when really he's vital you know but other than that like the mother is really that that person that teaches the daughter how to be a woman Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. I mean, unless you have to, you're put in that position. You could, mm. you know I mean, you could talk about a menstrual cycle with your, your daughter, but I mean, mm. you don't really. You just like, well, this is you gonna start bleeding. 
Why? You just blame Eve. That's all I'm gonna say. Stupid ass. That's just I mean, out of me. But blame your foremother. But it's just you know both parents play significant parts. Not saying that one parent can't overcome that that deficit of you know single single parent household but it just makes the job easier mm. like like and what about you josh i'm tack on to you right here because you emphasize that you yeah. were i'm one of one yeah. of the people who didn't come from it's a, funny because like a father in the life scenario. i'm the only boy in the household too and his three sisters and then like my dad he was he was there up until i was eight and then my mom got divorced and shit left when I was like, like mm-hmm. <laughs> so so like uh, yeah, my mom and dad got divorced when I was all eight, and then he left and he stayed with my uncle in L.A. Mm-hmm. And I used to visit, we used to visit him back and forth. Then he moved back to Mississippi where he's from, got remarried. So for me, it was like hard being a like trying to like be growing up mm-hmm. as a boy because I used to get bullied and shit, you know, and I didn't have nobody to teach me how to be tough, or I didn't have no That's older big. brother, no male uh, figure, so. What I used to do is I used to kind of, I used kind of look up you know, like male role models like the teachers and the staff and boys and girls club because my dad was never around, and the shit that used to get me mad was like, you know I used to always look for my dad because I like for example, I used to go to the basketball courts right mm-hmm. and go to the park, everybody with their dad but me, the saddest shit I used to go to the father and son and say can I play with them. And my dad is not around, you feel me? So, like, that kind of, like, used to get mm. to me. And then with my dad, like, he used to lie and shit. Like, he used to say, like, he'll, he'll come do this and for that. He, like, he never keep his promises. But my mom, she had to be a father and a mother. Yeah. And that shit was tough. But, like, to, like, four of us, because the dad, he just wasn't there. Yeah. But I turned out okay, because my mom, she just, like, you know. Mm. And she said, I don't know because I'm the only boy. She said I was her favorite because, you know. It was, a, it was a lot of work with me, you know, but I, I overcame. I did it without my dad. Like, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. here I am. So, how did, did you find a father figure or did you, uh, even though you, you did say that your mom, you know, had to be the father and the, the mother, but mm-hmm. how exactly did she teach you to become a man? Uh, well, did she teach you things not to do or did she like, is this how you treat a lady? Is this how you be a man? Well, like, she, what was the phrases she used? Um... She did kind of do some tough on me. She used to actually cut my hair. Man. My dad only did that shit like once. <laughs> my mom too. <laughs> Same. And that's my usually dad, what guys do. The one time me? my dad cut my hair, he gave me ringworms. So my mom didn't let That's some irony right here. Uh, if he nah. listened to this, <laughs> I exposed him, yeah, dude. I used to look up to like... Like you them wash your clippers. <laughs> wash your clippers, yeah. man. This is why wash your clippers yeah. is important. <laughs> but I used to like look up to like the big homies and you know in my neighborhood and you know like all the older dudes like watching out for me and shit. You know like especially like my friends around like you know like like you guys. You know what I'm saying like like especially like the older cats. You know what I'm saying like I look look up to them as like big brothers and shit. Cause mm-hmm. I didn't even have a big brother, now. so it's like I kind of miss that male. Figure my life so it so I had I, I ain't gonna lie I used to carry a lot of feminine energy not like gay and shit nah no, but like I just wasn't like feminine don't mean me like I was never really like a tough kid so I was always soft yeah. and shit I was there and then 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 I started getting older 
And then, like, I used to get bullied, but it kind of made me tough. So I used to, I had no choice but to fight back. So, like, me being around my friends, those are, like, kind of, like, fathers and shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then, um, I got this counselor. His name is Jason that I go to because, uh, you know, I'm in, um, I've been autistic specialist since I was, you know, born and shit. But I'm high function, though. So I go to him. He's, like, he talks, we talk about God and stuff, have conversations. So that kind of helps me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, okay. I look up to him. Mm-hmm. So. I yeah. So what I would tap into it is like okay, so basically you needed a presence of masculinity, but you were fortunate enough to have be surrounded by that good presence of masculinity around you. Yeah, I had to, it was the streets. Mm, okay. Yeah. And then look, look at you now. Shit. Okay. I feel you. And I'm doing good. Like, cause usually it sucks because I hate. It happens a lot of households, but it's always like the black households and the fathers out there. Sometimes it's, the son end up gang banging, so I'm just doing shit. Not me. Mm-hmm. I had good sense because my mom, she she raised me really well. well that's for that woman, I wouldn't be where I am today. She even encouraged me. Like, she always told me when I was a kid, like, son, go to school, be somebody, do something. And that, that motivated the fuck on me because I used to bring home A's and B's mm-hmm. and shit, like, just for my mom. And then what hurt me the most was what my, I told my dad about my graduation. This nigga did not show up. He didn't want to come and shit. So he messed all on that. I ain't tripping, but because all I know mm-hmm. is when I do have a son, I do not want to make the same fucking mistakes, especially if I have a son. I do not want him like you know going through that shit and having a father. Fuck that! I'm gonna be there. Mm. And that's facts. Mm. I like that. I feel you. I feel you on that. That's why I want a son, so I could do what my dad didn't do for me. You, you know, know what, what you do to get that get a son? Take that rubber off. Me to me. Me to me. I think future wife. I think it's like, cause my well, I had my pops throughout most of my life. So yeah. my dad was in the household until I was about seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. Um, that being the case, my dad was a hardworking man, but he valued he valued finance, money mm-hmm. over quality time. So it was yeah. just he wanted to have that money to where, hey, my son needs something. Let me get it for him. And I understood him in that sense. So I could say he taught me how to work hard. But I think I didn't truly realize what a man was in the aspect of how to be a man or how to function as a man until my father left. And I had just my mom and I had to hold the house down. Because like you said, I, I had a lot of feminine energy. Always talked to girls, never had a problem with it, hung out with girls all the time. Shoot, my mom and my aunt would take me into Victoria's Secret. I'd be chilling in there, catching, talking to whoever's in there. Mm-hmm. But um, at the same time, and um, I think that's another thing, because I noticed you picked up, like, oh, not on no gay stuff. But I think that's another thing we mix feminine energy with. We mix mm-hmm. it with, oh, it's gay. No, it's not. You can be masculine mm. and feminine at the same time because both those energies are inside. No, what I meant by my bad. Gays, I want people saying like, no, you, you good. Know, no, 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 you good. Shut up. No, 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 no. I'm just saying like, we're just explaining. Yeah, you already explained yourself. You don't need to re-explain yourself. Yeah, he covered you already. Yeah, yeah, you're good. I covered you. Okay, you're good. But um, I think in that sense, you you learn because I had a lot of lot of men throughout my life who they were stand-up people and I understood them and they talked to me and they would always check me like hey look D look this ain't the way to do that or this ain't the way to do this or this yeah. isn't the way to do that 
And I think you come to a sense of now, I do my own stuff. So if I want to do something, I'm going to do it. Like the, the mini backpacks. I know half of the dudes here ain't with it. Yeah, no, we be clowning on you. That's but when I rock that joint, I feel cool as hell, and that's all that matters. You got bad in there. Nigga, I'll pull it out, smack you across your face with it, hope it stick, nigga. I wanna see I wanna see the design. It's and they're they're just great backpacks to me. Like they just look dope. They're cool. They're cool to me. Um but at the same time, it's it's funny because we always we always clown each other on various yeah. stuff. Yeah, but I feel like that's another section of what makes you a man. When you get clowned, I've seen a lot of dudes fold when they get clowned. They just, oh, shut up, guys. Mm. Nah, yeah. I'm a bust back. That's just yeah. all it is. That's how I learned. Because mm. I used to get clowned and bullied and shit. And then I used to take, I used to be sensitive as hell. Now, I, I, even if I'm losing the roast, I have fun. I'm going to laugh, dying laughing if you yeah, give yeah. them. And I'm going to come back at you too. Like, mm. yeah. you got a big ass nah, head anyway, buddy. Nah, be hit me personally. You're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> <laughs> got to correct this. What about this eyesight, though? I be laughing, <laughs> when, I be laughing so hard when I get roasted, man. That should be funny. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, Look, think, he's looking like that meme behind the mask right there. Clark. That smile from his face. That's another major portion of manhood Like mm-hmm. you learn from Not only your pops But you learn from those men that you choose to have around me Like I've def- I can definitely say I've learned a lot from chilling with Todd, I've learned a lot from chilling with Aaron. Yeah. I've learned a lot from chilling with Anthony. Mm-hmm. I've learned a lot from chilling with you. <laughs> and it just, it just is. As you grow, you you kind of learn that being a man isn't this finite thing mm-hmm. that a lot of people hold it to. You can you can be a it's man. Not easy. Yeah, exactly. And you can. It's not easy. It's not made for everyone. But at the same time, you can be a man and hold to your originality. Mm. There's no set box for being a man. You can be a man how you want to be a man. Yeah, in your own way. Exactly. And I I would even argue that that originality is how you become a man. Because you can't truly be your own individual and your own man until you find what your lane is and how you want to stay in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, you want to add something to this thought? Oh, now and now, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> PlayStation. All right, all right. <laughs> let's, go, let's go into, hmm, which one would be interesting? And ignorance is bliss. Black men don't cheat. Let's debunk that. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's the... <laughs> look, Ooh, take look, that look, look, look. <laughs> Look, we're going to leave that one alone, okay? Because we got... Uh, <laughs> we're going to leave that one alone. <laughs> That's a pun to stand. But uh, yeah, ignorance is bliss. Because you always say yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, yeah. I don't, I don't want to hurt no feelings. But look, we, we call them MICs. They, you know, they betray. Terminator. 3000 from Skyline. <laughs> <laughs> Skynet. Skynet. <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh no, baby. Like, no cheat. I'm like, hey, look, yeah, the ones who portray. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> but look, uh, ignorance is bliss. Most common thing I hear amongst people, and 
ironically, is it bliss? Is that a good talking point to say or is it not? Huh? What's y'all take on that? I don't think ignorance is bliss. So what, is what does mean? ignorance is bliss mean? Bliss is because is a good. lot of times, like we we really? hear stuff. And That's we what just it say. Let's look good. it up. Ignorance yeah. is bliss. Ignorance. I've used that in a song before. Because bliss is like a, a good feeling you get. So adding ignorance is bliss, so, meaning you're feeling good not knowing this versus it's, knowing. It's basically summing up to if you don't know about something, you don't worry about it. Mm. So I decided mm. out of mind. I still think that's kind of not true though, because yeah, there's exactly. a there's a lot that I don't know about that I still worry about. Such as. Um. Because well, it, I mean, is the it, earth is round or is I was gonna square? say, is like, earth flat? You worry about but, that? I mean, no, I'm not worried about that. You gonna die in the grave? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, if like, if you know just a little bit about it, and maybe the uncertainty, that's technically not you're not ignorant about it. Yeah. Let's say, for example, like uh, let's say if you've never heard of aliens before, you're not gonna worry about aliens. True. And like yeah. things like that, but, and you're ignorant to that fact, or uh, let's say a gun. Like you gun in the hood. Like if you didn't realize people rob niggas out here, you'll be careless. You'll be out here with chains left, right, just flashing everybody having wads of money falling out your <laughs> well, not obviously not falling out your pocket, but you know what? Just like visibly in your pocket. Yeah, that's yeah. ignorance. Like if you walking down the block, yeah. you know that's ignorant. That person is ignorant to where his surrounding is at. He yeah. has a care in the world, knowing that that one person is gonna see him. And, oh, like, I got an easy come on IG. Like, I got it. Fucking... But so, does that make it a good thing? Ignorance is bliss. No, uh, because that's where people kind of rephrase it in sense like it's a good thing. When they t- when they say it's really they say it as a way of saying it's good to be dumb practically. Yeah, if you don't know me. about it, it's not nowhere. I still don't think... I feel like it's just... Like, I still things, don't like the phrase. Like, yeah, I, still, I don't like it either. That's because true. I feel like you'll worry about what you don't know. The unknown is always what worries but you. But the thing is, like... And taps into anxiety. But, yeah. Exactly. The thing is, I, I take it is that... Um, if you don't know about it... Yes, ignorance is bliss. What you don't know won't hurt you. Uh, not necessarily, but if it's without of your reach, mm-hmm. like you got to be stoic about it, like things you can't change. That's where being stoic helps because a lot of times, you know, we worrying about stuff that we can't change. That's usually lean towards women. Yeah, that's it. Is he, is he cheating on me? Well, bitch. Stay tuned to, for the next episode. Yeah, that's where. Next episode. Ironically, cheese. it taps into that too. When, what you described, it really does tap into the the women aspect. Like mm-hmm. they usually are the ones who imagine if worry women the most. Were not stoic? Ooh. That would be tough. I'm sorry, that... nigga. I would have to start boxing. <laughs> I'm sorry, they'll they'll hit you where it hurts all the time. Dave, do you love me? What does it mean? And girls are harsh, subliminally. Fuck, <laughs> they are harsh as hell. I'll be like, some girls touch me like some Logan shit, Paul. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And then hit you. I'm tired. Love me, love me, love me. But that show is funny, bro. The memes. I mean, it's just like 
that's why what she don't know won't hurt her is such a major phrase, which is weird that it's such a major phrase. But um, I still, I, I'll never get behind ignorance is bliss. Because mm. <laughs> I'm like, as a culture, we so we have so much open anxiety nowadays that that ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is never bliss. It's more of just a confusing... <laughs> This mm-hmm. <laughs> Klingon looking nigga. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, it's just more of a confusing. Wedding. Just it's it's just confusing and it, it just brings on unwanted stress and worry. So I'd rather learn everything I can learn to avoid not knowing something, so I don't have to worry about it. So you trying to be like the uh, the Watcher? Just trying to be Megamind. What about you, Josh? Uh, you think ignorance is bliss? Not knowing is more better than knowing something. I would say, I don't believe that because why do you want to be ignorant? Very valid point. Stupid <laughs> mother. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I'm with it. I, I, I'm, I'm with, with it. that point. Why would you want to be ignorant to something? Don't look stupid. It's dude. like, shoot, it saves you money too when you know more than uh, you don't know more. Look. Well, things aren't necessarily, if it's brought to your attention. Because there's a lot of shit we are ignorant to, technically. I learned my lesson being ignorant about Dude, this man makes it a mission to know his car. Shit, it saves him a lot of money doing his damn self. Imagine that labor. If he was keep on going to the mechanic. Shit. Better than me. Oh, damn. (laughs) Actually, no, I repaint this by myself and all that. Yeah. See, look, save $500. $600. I remember the receipt. (laughs) I was like, you know what? Mm, Amazon and YouTube, buddy. I'll be good. I got that paint for fourteen ninety nine. Damn. Hey, Amazon messed up my delivery, so they sent me two. So I got a second one for free. And look, save the whole whop. (laughs) Oh, a whop of money right there. Goddamn. Clutch. (laughs) We. All right, so let's sack on to the next one, to the next episode. Yeah. <sighs> Here, where's going? First one we are gonna kick off with before we get into the other ones. Gonna get long on that one. Women love bad boys. Talking points. So do they love bad boys or not? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, Come on. Hit, a, hit us with the So what I what mean, is considered a bad boy? The mentality or the action? Because I'm completely not is the bad boy. Hmm. And like, that's usually, it? you could say, sense like that. So if that, that soft-ass nigga shoots uh, somebody, he's a bad boy now. Well, I shot him and, you know. <laughs> shit. Shut up, that's cool. usually where this talking points leads to, actually. Because think about it. Give in black culture, Melvin. most people say they love thugs. That's a bad boy. Nigga in white culture. fucking Melvin. The dude who Melvin was a jockey was a gangster. <laughs> I mean, if you like bad boys. Isn't that shit played out already? It kind of is. What the mm-hmm. fuck? Nope. <laughs> no. I don't think so. You still, it's never you played still out. That's the irony. Nigga that I think it just changed Spider-Man. Like, in, cult- in our culture, out, right? we call it ain't shit niggas. Nice still don't that much of the But to show everybody... Who was showing everybody? The, the thug-ass niggas. Oh, because they be sagging they pants. Did niggas be singing that song? Watch my ass, G. Look, bad boy perception right there too. Bro, I don't get that. Why is bad boy sagging? Like, why? Why do I people sag? I forgot all about that. 
<laughs> Sagging doesn't make sense to me. In jail, that means your booty open and available. Yeah. So why why would you do that out here and think that that shit is cool? Because when like, no, hip hop artists came out of jail, made his booty open and available, and everybody said that's a trend right there. And I'm I ain't gonna cap. I I. And this is this is one of the benefits of having a father in the house. I attempted sagging in middle school. My dad said, "If I see you again, I'm gonna beat your ass." Raising Christian household, I was the same way. I couldn't do see, it. See, for me, Why your booty out? I remember this like the man. I remember this just shit, just clear as day. Well, I remember it was back when I was in Barstow. My mom was taking me to school. She noticed I was sagging. I was thinking it was cool being a little baby elementary. I was sad. Yeah, she seen me in that car. And this is the time we had a Hummer right there. She said, look, it's my boy, you said it. She burst you. Damn. I was trying to breathe. She's like, breathe, boy. Damn. <laughs> I was literally like that on the in the sea. There's so much cushion. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I got the wind knocked out of me. I never sagged again in my oh life. My I made sure. I was like, I ain't doing that shit no more. Y'all can keep that. <laughs> Lifetime lesson right there. To this change now. I mean, I was raised by women, so. My mama said, if a girl want to look at your ass, she don't want to look at it in your drawers until it's time to take your pants off. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I've never been that. told it like that. Not like that. I like that. I, that's, I've never heard of that right there. Man, Ever since one. then, my pants was all the way up. I was good. Mm-hmm. She was like, she was like, wear your pants on your ass. Mm, watch, watch how these women going to approach you. Women mm-hmm. did approach me, so it made sense to me. I was like, this mm-hmm. works. I went through a phase in my environment. I saw all the fucking Crips and shit fucking sagging. I used to try to be one of them. Like, I thought I was a cool kid. Like, I used to... Mm-hmm. I, I used to... Because me, I, I see shit by action. So I used to... Mm-hmm. I thought yeah, I thought shit was start cool. Throwing a scene. But question... No, What's just, up, friend? What's yeah. up, friend? I did. I did used to scream that shit out, too. I thought it was cool. People was like, don't say that shit. I was just a young man. Josh. Did you do so an action funny. that would be considerably bad? What to Sagging? try to catch a girl's attention though? Who me? Uh anybody. Yeah. Sagging. Uh um, no. it would be considered bad boy action just because you see mm-hmm. the girls like You I mean, know what? They got your Tony cause he ain't gonna be looking bad, be nah, doing bad man. shit. My name's Todd, bro. <laughs> I got Todd. Look, why you get that bad? I'll tell you, he's supposed to be OG, man. <laughs> my name's Todd. I've never done anything bad. Anyway, move uh, on. No, 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 no. Shut up. Don't explain like Todd. She's like, shut up, bitch, and she's still like it. Oh, yeah. I mean, technically. You're a side. You're a side. You ain't never gonna be what I don't want you to be. Understand <laughs> <laughs> that. You're the mashed potatoes and gravy to my that chicken. Is Nino Brown and rare for <laughs> cancer? This bitch, I get that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, yeah, never. I mean, I drank a beer, but that's not really I mean, bad. It was just mm-hmm. drinking. Come bite. I smoke yeah. weed. See, it's not really bad. But did you do it for the lady or yourself, though? I was going through a phase. And never again because I got paranoid. Look, 
I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think back. Like, what did I do to impress a girl? That I know what I did. I took Bobby Brown's song and labeled it as mine and <laughs> sang it to a female. Yeah. And that bitch still didn't get with me. I'm trying to then when I went that. to middle school, I was with this other female. <laughs> then she wanted to express it. You know, I liked you. Right? I said, get the fuck up my face, bitch. It's, I mean, is Ooh. that bad, though? Well, huh? a good example. Yeah, it's bad. Because I lied. Was it off the album? No. <laughs> <laughs> was my it boy, B-side? <laughs> he, he came up to me. He's like, I heard your song on the radio. I said, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you got me. You I got a good. Okay, so I think the baddest thing I've done. I don't know if this is considering me trying to be a bad boy, but because in middle school, for some reason, I used to get girls' numbers and call them phone a lot, right? What the girl that happened now? I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> there's this girl named Amanda so Tamila, right? <laughs> These girls from Long Beach and shit. It was some white Mexican girls. They were cute and shit. I wanted to meet them and shit, and we were talking like. Reckless and like nasty and shit, right? Right. I'm gonna get in that book. I was I saying all you. types of shit, and they was liking the shit I was saying. And I was a little freaky horny motherfucker and everything. Like I was trying to impress these I girls and shit. Produce sperm. And, and, and let me tell y'all, we had three house phones, right? It was one downstairs. I had a house phone in my room, and, and mom had one in her room. She was downstairs in the kitchen washing dishes or something, right? Because you can hear from all lot. Tell me why she picked up the phone, mail conversation like. Boy, if you don't get your eyes off that fucking phone with them nasty-ass girls and shit. I was like, oh, shit, gotta go. And the girls was laughing. And I was trying to impress the girls. My mom was like, boy, don't be trying to talk nasty to them girls and shit. They don't like you. They just want you oh, for your fucking money. Game, yeah, you had money, man. You know, it's all on my game. Shit, I said, well, because I said, I'll pay you. Because I was like, I'll pay you a popcorn. I was being a little simp. I was a young, I was in middle school. Though. And I was like, yeah, I'll eat your pussy. I was like, <laughs> I got caught dirty talking. I was like 12 years old or 11. Dirty talking. Nigga, when he shoot dust, come out. Now, I'm gonna look I'm putting nut on your face. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a bad boy thing I did, but like. Good stuff, like. I was trying to impress them. Because, no, because they were already nasty, so. I guess they, they wanted that energy. They were they brought the energies and I kind of became like, with it harder. You know, trying to out fucking dirty talk them. Girls, girls at that age, we we was all trying to smash on. Yeah, I told Beauty one girl, in all of us so. in middle school. I said she wanted to get with me. I said you want to suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because I was watching porn in middle school. I was like, this is the moment. She's. I was like, you gotta do something. She was like, what? I'll do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta give me some head. Damn. She's like, okay. Well, I think I got scared at that point. I was like, oh shit, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was like, guys, nah, it's cool. We can, we can just go out. Hey, I, elevate. I, I wasn't elevate. To get this I, I didn't expect her to say no, yeah. I think I was just, oh, damn. Really? <laughs> well, I, I give yeah, my yeah, last. I regret you. it because I was like, damn, I could have had it. Yeah, yeah. I've actually got a head when I was nine. <laughs> I swear. So, why did fuck you? I give my little intake of where I was saying, like, she's licking that shit like a pasta. I was saying. She was weird. She kept teething that shit. Oh, what the fuck? Okay, oh, goddammit. Right, Exposure okay. number three. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's gonna be canceled. He's gonna be exposed. <laughs> Self exposed. <laughs> the twins. So I'm <laughs> more transparent. So, <laughs> so, 
Back when I was young, staying in Barstow at the time, I, I had encounters. Got my ass into a couple of scenarios of fights. Mainly because I thought I was pressing the ladies, uh, in a sense. One time, I fought this one white kid. And, well, yeah. He... He, he decided. <laughs> no, it wasn't because of that. In the desert, it wasn't because of that. This shit was This is rough. one of his or- origins. How he was six in the streets. <laughs> look, look, look. Damn, y'all, y'all, that's like holding me to tie stand. I tried to do it. I kicked him in front of a girl and I yeah. fell, and she laughed. Damn, let, let me finish my story. Goddamn. <laughs> Shit, this is one of the origins. But uh, yeah, so I guess this boy, I got, I got so annoyed because he was just talking, uh, just talking gibber at me. I was, in, I'm in tune with my emotion, okay? So I was like, you know what? I ain't gonna tolerate this shit. So when this little, this little motherfucker pushed me. I pushed, I pushed that motherfucker back, and then this nigga tried to do WWE. And jump off the damn bleacher and try to like do that little axe hand shit. I hit him right in that gun like, oh, my legs, yeah. <laughs> so that was one scenario where I, I, I wound up having. He he was damn near about to pass out, and the Pete coach came in and seen that like. Y'all, y'all in trouble right now. And Where's the I was like, fights, nigga? That, that <laughs> was superhero origin story. Someone was with my cousins. <laughs> Look, I, I just I don't really count those because that was some family disputes. <laughs> Look, because I beat my cousin ass one time when he touched, he smacked me ass just trying to play around. I took that shit serious. I'm like, nah, I beat his ass in the backseat of the car. I'm like, nigga. <laughs> Like, so, but no. Besides that, that's when my ass got pulled into court, Barstow's court. And they was like, "Look, luckily you came in dressing nice, right? or else Damn. next time around if I see you again, you're going to, you know, you're going to take that seriously because it was, it was like I think it was the second one I've encountered. So it was like finally I oh, guess so that was number three. <laughs> <laughs> look, <laughs> look, look, it was ugly. Yeah, man, like, he just punched him one time. He went to sewer, like, look, supercharged that he, he, Look, <laughs> No, show me your moves. No, that wasn't the one that got me into the court. It was the one with this other little kid. That nigga was, like, short to me. But no, he, he tried to punch me in the classroom. He went up to me thinking he was shaking a black kid. I'm like, okay, hey, cool. I'm not, I'm not trying to do that, then. Kid, you not dude, just shove me. Because yeah. he's trying to start shit in front of class. I got so heated, I took that little nigga, tossed him. <laughs> he come up to me again. <laughs> tossed him again. <laughs> I kept on ragdolling his shit. And then one of my friends, Joey, he was like, fight! Everybody not paying attention. Clear as day, me tossing this little nigga. So finally, I got on top of him and started doing pop, pop, pop. That's when the teacher finally noticed. She didn't notice a nigga tossing this midget around practically. They noticed when I started getting, getting really angry, emotional all of a sudden. Because I, I got, in the past, got angry. I had that tear effect. Oh, I was... 
Kids, know. kids grab you me. Two kids. Like so I mad when you cry. Yeah. Hell, I, I just had that effect. Nah, I hated that shit. I said, it, it, my it kids was always, when I was getting my ass whipped. It was so, all. It was all. <laughs> all <laughs> around, and I'm like, oh no, they think I'm a bitch. And, but this is what pissed me off even more. Where I almost want to do round two with him, because those kids seeing just me crying emotionally because I was so enraged, I got into emotional tears. Mm-hmm. They like, oh, Anthony lost to little Devin. <laughs> Come here. We don't do round two. <laughs> I like that nigga start running off. And he, and he was feeding off of my credit of whooping his little ass. I was like, what? The nigga didn't text oh. me, man. I was like, you lucky you went I to court. No way. <laughs> lucky. But then <laughs> takes me to, to the city. Now I come to the city. That's when I got, I met my boy Kyle. Kyle introduced first nigga to see and it just hey, <laughs> Kyle was the first dude in sixth grade. Got juice to Fleming too. So happened I got into a fight with one of our associates. Uh, don't want to name drop, but yeah, he we got into a fight. We was conversating in front of Kyle, and then it led to me cracking his nose and then oh, but my lip. But who is that? I don't want to name drop. Who? It starts with a B. <laughs> Just uh, leave it at that. Man, you want to smoke. Where you at, nigga? You know nah, the situation. We ain't name dropping like ass. that. Look, and you then my boy, and you know man. Thomas, he was trying to, like, he brought, he was the one who connects back here with the joke. He's like, come on. Big Thomas? Yeah, Big Thomas. He was the one that, during time, it was like a group of me, Kyle Thomas in sixth grade, and I don't uh, remember that, Santiago. It was, that's because you came in seventh grade where it was kind of. So, I don't remember. Did I ever see that boy? Uh, who? The one you... Yeah, he came over to Kyle's house one time, man. Oh, no. That oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that little nigga. Ah! <laughs> I would have beat his ass too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, and it was just over me and him went into yo mama jokes. It literally oh, was just shit. that. Nah, Did no, you mangle his little those. ass? His nose... Uh, I nigga Tondra of his shit. <laughs> yeah, buddy. It was a straight, and literally, I got even Marvel. He's like, "Hey, you that one fool who cracked that one Mexican dude's nose?" I'm like, "Damn, my title just flew. Just I thought that was in sixth grade, Mr. bro." <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Then you had the Eric scenario where <laughs> Eric just got bodies. You're fighting that nigga. Name dropping. That nigga Eric got punched by Godfrey. <laughs> Me and Godfrey couldn't stand Eric. We was. <laughs> He got dry. I'll be starting laughing. He started, you know, got to get his laugh. It was funny because he see, he's like, I wish I went to Mexico. And, and the crazy part about it, it was like a series of uh, uh, mm. a Netflix series. When I first went to that school, I saw a kid crumple up his uh, his report card and throw it on the ground. I picked it up. I was like, God damn. <laughs> 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 F F F F F. Yeah, I know why you threw it away. Then, like later, the, I realized that moment that was Eric. I was like, "Wow, get that fuck up!" And he always used to hang on, friend. Like get on Godfrey. No, Godfrey straight. It's ironic though, too. I must say, the reason why I did most some of that is because I. Again, the ladies factor. One girl, they start acknowledging me. I'm like, yeah, bitch, I'm that bitch. I will never forget. <laughs> you you guys remember Raquel? Yeah. Big ass Teddy. Yeah. No. She was like 
Who <laughs> 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 Raquel? If I got a picture, I'll show you. But, but uh, she uh. High school? It, uh, she was in middle school, middle school, but yeah. she went to. Uh, she went to Yeah, she yeah, was I'm like, she was like popular with the Hispanic group. What was she Hispanic? She looked kind of like Peruvian and shit. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, was Raquel. She yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I was she with Chile? Or, or, I don't think so. At one point, yeah. She just had big ass teeth. I think I know you talking about. She's probably in my dance. Class. But anyway, Raquel. I used to talk to Raquel. Crazy enough. Mr. Matsumoto. What's his name? Matsumoto? Yeah, oh, Matsumoto. fuck that nigga. I hate his... <laughs> Not Mr. Matsumoto. Oh. That, he was, there was a teacher in uh, Fleming named Mr. Matsumoto. Oh, okay. He was an art teacher. Yeah, it was an art teacher. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we were talking about high school. I was like, nah, fuck nah. that nigga. But um, <laughs> I used to sit across from her and uh, we used to we talk a little bit. And I I had an opportunity. <laughs> could have, I could have cultivated some big ass tennis. <laughs> but! <laughs> cultivated. <laughs> Could have rubbed oil on him. Look, that was when we had Amanda. Yeah. Amanda was still with middle school with him, big oh, old yeah. G size. She was, but I, I was like, you was a middle school. <laughs> I wasn't prepared at that age. But I, I remember, didn't know what like, to think in that age. I've not seen her. Like, Niggas was, was making fun of Raquel. Like, they was making fun of Raquel. And I guess I indulged it. Your big old water balloons. <laughs> I indulged in it, and I, I lost that. that. And when I seen her eyes go... Yo, oh, you bet. Fuck, I could have had dick too. Raquel, you remember me? <laughs> no. Oh, damn. Damn. But yeah. What's the ball size are you now? Let's get one but, more. But the uh, fast forward from the tangent right there. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly I'll say it's really not that I'll say women attract to the masculinity in a man. And it's portrayed usually in bad boys, usually. Because usually it's the masculinity factor why I say why. Because they come off like, usually in this scenario, money and protection. And mentality. I think mm-hmm. like uh, um, women do love challenges. They do. Mm-hmm. And if you tell them they can't have something, they going to want to go and get it. Especially uh, if daddy's against it. I don't want you with thug like yeah. Lucius. Yeah, I just don't know why I don't want to with prostitutes. <laughs> you, can't you, you, can't, you can't mess with black guys. I don't know why you not carried. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Look. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't think it's like because, you know, I don't think they want that gangster vibe anymore because gangsters usually want to be with their boys in the streets. Mm-hmm. Kind of sus to me, but it when you got a woman at home, nah, I got people with my niggas out in the street. <laughs> a whole bunch of men that sag their booties out. Like, sag <laughs> Okay. Right. I mean, they always like to have a gun in the back, in between the, the cheeks. Yeah. Why is going back gun to thug in your cheeks, bro? Why is but they go shoot your ass? Because they used to put it in the front when exactly. they had a couple of incidents. You know? like, I'd rather I shoot my cheeks. Three inches that day. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cheddar pop up an egg mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I lost three inches. They said I can afford to uh, gap in the cheeks, but I can't afford to lose the meat. <laughs> can't afford either, honestly. I'd rather get shot in the ass than my thing. No. Mm-hmm. No. Look, no. But not literally in, but just on the cheek. Then the- no. Mm-mm. I ain't. This Me is either. where 
I Neither. might be throwing in other uh, classmates' dirty laundry, but Me, shit, unless you like to look like Ray John's ass, I don't think you want. <laughs> who's, who's Ray John? high school because she had that <laughs> that looked like someone shot me twelve. <laughs> When I saw I like yo, yo, that shit don't look pleasant. Holy shit! Like, Ray John was so retarded. He <laughs> <laughs> looked retarded. Oh my god! Wait a minute. And when she got to high school, she was even more retarded. <laughs> I think I know you're talking about that ugly nigga. She was Wait even more retarded. Did she had a sister named Renee? No, she had a brother. Remember Ronald? RJ, I remember that nigga. Yeah, yep. and that nigga used Him? to be in high school. Snot nose, Yukio, motherfucker. I used to be that. Then when he got to high school, he started. He was that nigga. I was like, how did he? 360. Yeah. I was like, you, nigga. It's called magic. He started selling bro. weed and skateboarding. He became thuglicious. I used to stay with that nigga. <laughs> Everybody fucked with him. I was like, how? Yeah, he changed. called black male magic. I think it's the weed. Like what? <laughs> nigga smoked the weed and opened his third eye. Didn't smoke but the motherfucker. Hey, my sister said he in Vegas now. That nigga make a lot of money hustling and shit. Of course. All right. They just gonna run his business. <laughs> of course. And he gonna go hide. No, you. he's not. You Josh, right? Look, transparency he right over here. Okay. He, uh, know, he making money, my nigga. He's you like to skate, bro, right? Let's yeah. get to transparency. Yeah, 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 yeah. I grew up with this nigga, man. He, he, well, we, we gonna tap into the thing where I hear a lot of ladies like to I mention. And one thing <laughs> ladies like group. to mention is that... Gonna be on the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for sleeping. He's getting air. <laughs> All right. So talking point, another talk boy. Men are dogs. Oh, oh that's true. Oh, I'm yeah. a dog just like Gucci said. Oh, I'm a dog yeah. like my nigga DMX, R.I.P. He left me a couple times. Oh, damn. Hey, DMX had a greenhouse full of orchids. I love that. Yeah. I want a greenhouse full of orchids. Yeah. And What's he up? used to passionately sing Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Ooh, oh, that remix? That shit was hard. So, y'all believe that? Damn. I'm a shot right there. I'm a dog. I just can't. I've been called a snake, a dog. Boy. Damn, everything Damn. in the barn, huh? Yeah. Honestly, that's crazy. I said, if you call me a snake, call me a mamba, bitch. <laughs> Black but it's funny because a girl, <laughs> I like, we we literally get called everything in the book before we before we even do anything. Yeah. Girls will call us crap based off of something. Like, I remember a girl, I had told a girl not to hit me because she was hitting me on like some weird stuff. And I was hanging out with a girl that I liked at the time. But I had, like, I was friends with this girl, and I hadn't told the girl that I liked her. But then I was with, I was dating someone else at the time, and mm-hmm. someone sent me something that was kind of explicit. And the girl caught eye of it on my phone when I had opened it. And she called me a fuckboy. Mm-hmm. Not even waiting for me to respond to old girl when I had responded to the girl like, yo, look, don't be sending me stuff like that. You know, I'm in a relationship. And then 
Oh, girl called me a fuckboy and they didn't want to let me explain. But then when I finally explained, she wanted to feel better. Oh, they call it mansplaining. You're mansplaining. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, well, I mean, I feel bad about judging you and blah, blah. No, it's too damn late. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Well, I guess I'll get bad at that one because not too many rebuttals getting there. It was actually encouraging. Yeah, exactly. I'll say I then, know. what about this? What's it's up? a simple talking point. Oh, we might want to close it out. Live in the stereo. Oh, oh. I was like, what? You ain't have to open the hook, never mind. Oh. And then the grand finale. The grand finale. It's just one you bad cop. You the care package? It's just one <clears throat> bad cop. Damn, yo. Mm. That hey, talking point. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let him do his thing. That's my boy. That's my boy. Let's do that. Anyways, it's never hey. just one bad cop. Damn. Mm. Because cops feed into a system of systematic racism that their whole career was based upon. So, no, it's not one bad cop. You chose that lifestyle. You put on that uniform all the time and feed into that system that, that was built head. to take black people down. That's what mm. I'm saying. It, and that's what and the about. podcast is over. Wrap it up. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, this chair is broken. It's hurting my behind. What can I say to you, yo? I would have sat in that. No homo. Uh, <laughs> you would have sat in that? Yeah, no homo. It you fell through. Hey, you on track? You, you, you want to go ahead? Give him. No homo. Cheeks. Oh, oh, oh I just seen you came in. And, uh, Go ahead and say hi. Stand How you doing? Say hi. Hello. I feel like I've met you, but I haven't. Uh, nah, Anthony. you haven't. You know who he is, bro. Did you go to Narvon? Yeah. No. Oh, I thought you were somebody. I'm about to make a joke, but no. So you're not going up? You just want to say it? You know I learned how to say your name, right? The guy I helped this My guy. name's Mercy, sorry. Meadows. Oh, so you might have feel like he made me goddamn tired. No, he was shivering goosebumps. <laughs> He's like, goddamn, the too much cool. nigga right here. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you. Oh, damn. Interesting. Oh, so, so, um, so, uh, but yeah, but back to the thing. What you want to uh, elaborate on, oh, man? Yeah, um, I don't even remember what the question was, y'all. It was about, but, hey, it's just one bad cop. What do you think about that? No, um, that's it's a system. So uh, the system was built, like Dilo said, to um, it was built for us specifically. So I don't feel like you know, even they talk about police reform and whatnot, but you know, it's the system is corrupted, and we gonna need Tron to get that right. Man, we ain't got Tron. You ain't got no trying, so. I mean, it's it's literally a slave catcher's yeah, system. That is. That's what the police force started. Slave no. catchers. So. What about QT Dizzle in the building? What was the question again? It's just one bad cop. That's the talking point. You feel like bad. about that talking point? Sir? It's just one bad cop? No. The whole yeah, system's bad. It's multiple. Mm. Not ever. 
Mm, I think we could all, honestly, that's like not even a question. We got to debunk. Everybody yeah. got the same opinion. Hey, yeah. harass mm. no reason. Cops suck. If you black, Ugh. you got the same opinion. Thanks. Hey, but that's saying applying just to only black people. Man. Don't talk about no blue eyes, man. I don't give a fuck if your cousin's in the, in the system. My cousin's been in the force for seven years, and he's never shot a black man. Yet. Mm-hmm. In his mind. Yet. Let, yet. let him get around his white brethren. Yet. He hasn't shot a black man yet. Mm, my brother's a part that's of That's how they get initiated. Ku Klux Klan, that's what you should say. That's what he is. He's part of the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, He's just oh, Dave Chappelle. Oh, oh. Without the KKK. And he can see. All right. But y'all, it has truly been a night. We appreciate y'all for coming and listening. Excuse our shenanigans and our belligerence. I know, right? Um, That's all we do. Shenanigans and belligerence. Yeah, that's honestly what we should say. Shenanigans and belligerence. Monday in a row. Glad to be here, your boy Mm Josh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shoot, we got cancel and transparent up in this bitch. Transparency (laughs) and cancel. We got the nigga silent but deadly. Uh, (laughs) Silent but deadly. And original. You got exposed. Who you care? My name's just Todd. I thought there's another nigga. I got nine. That's it. All right. But y'all, y'all have a good night and uh, peace today. Peace. Peace.